Hello, this is uh, Joshua Mack from Cornerstone Bible Church. Uh, we are uh, talking marriage and family, and uh, we've uh, spent some time just thinking about what it means to be married, what is marriage, and and then what is the family for. I thought we could talk a little bit this time about what is a successful family. Now, that might seem like a, a weird question, successful family. We might even feel a little bad about asking it because we I know for one thing that most of us are not successful and we fail and we are sinners and it's so easy for us to kind of get distracted even to make success all about us and what we do. And so maybe we're a little slow to think about a question like this. What is a successful family because we know some of the dangers that we might face if we ask it but on the other hand it kind of makes sense for us to think about Uh, we know there's a lot that we're not responsible for but at the same time there is a lot that we are responsible for and certainly we should at least want to be a successful family we should want to do family as well as we possibly can. And if we're going to do family as well as we possibly can, we need to think about, well, what is a successful family? What does a successful family look like? And maybe another way to ask that question would just be, what do I really want for my kids? What am I willing to sacrifice for? What are my priorities when I think about my relationship with my spouse for sure, but also especially what I am hoping to see accomplished in my children's lives. And, uh, you know, you have to think about that because you do think about that. And uh, if you don't think about what you think about, you might be thinking about this not in a biblical way, but just in the way that everybody else does. And Uh, Certainly, we get a lot of ideas from the people around us about what we should want for our children and what we should want for our families. And uh, one of the things that people, I think, would say if you ask them what they want for their kids is that they want their kids to be happy. That's a pretty big goal for a lot of people. I just want my kids to have a nice life. Another goal would be they want their their family to get along and as long as everybody isn't you know yelling at each other too much then they're they're satisfied or other people um, are a little more uh, goal-oriented and they would say they want their children to fulfill their potential they uh, know if they're christians their kids have been gifted if they're not christians they just know their children have talents and so they they want their children to use those talents to the maximum and then others would uh, want their family to feel free to be themselves and so that's probably even more of a value nowadays for a lot of american parents we want our children to just they have some great inner person in there and we want that inner person to come out with nobody holding them back from being whoever it is that they're, they're supposed to be. 
Then others, I would imagine, want their children to make a certain amount of money, to be able to buy a house. Uh, others would just want their kids to be popular, to be accepted. Now, obviously, some of those ideas in terms of what you might want for your family, what a successful family looks like, are fine, and some are not fine, and none of them are ultimate goals for us as Christians. Um, We live by a, a completely different worldview than the unbeliever around us, and so it shouldn't surprise us that what we want most for our children and what we want most for our families is going to be a little different than what the world does. The uh, problem with a lot of those ideas of what a successful family looks like or what successful children look like even is uh, that we make those things uh, too important. Um, We can certainly want our kids to be happy and we can certainly want our children to get along and we certainly should want them to fulfill their potential. There's no problem with wanting all that. The problem is when we want all that most. We want all that most. It's important to think about what you want most for your children because you you always have to make choices. The uh, I kind of feel like it's um, paying a price for a a product in a sense might be a good illustration. Um, If your children uh, go to the store and buy milk for, and and then they pay $100 for milk. Obviously, you like milk and you'd say milk is important, but you don't want to pay that price for milk. You don't want to pay the wrong price for milk. I guess with inflation that we're getting closer to that. But the point, it's a silly little illustration that I might have botched a little bit, but I think you get the point. The point is that happy children are great and getting along is great and fulfilling their potential is great. And some of those things that I mentioned are, are great, but you don't want to end up paying the wrong price for those things. You don't want to want them as the ultimate value for for your family. What would be some more biblical ideas, uh, things that are actually more valuable than any of those things that I just described? What 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 if you asked the writers of scripture, for example, what you should want for your family and for your children. What do you think would be some of the things they would say? I think uh, certainly uh, you would want your family to be saved. Um, again, we're obviously not ultimately responsible for the salvation of our children, but certainly this is something that we should want as, as, as parents we want our children to recognize that Scripture, what God says in Scripture, is their final authority. So they're not making decisions primarily based on what they feel, but actually making decisions based on what God says. We want our children to have a, a God-centered way of looking at the world.
So for most people, obviously, they are the center and everything exists for them. That's their basic way of thinking. But what we want most for our children is for them to understand that God is the center and everything revolves around him, even them. They exist not for themselves and for fulfilling their potential, but they exist for the glory of God. We want our children to want what God wants, to not just say that uh, this is right and, and do things simply because it's their duty, but we want to see our children filled with a passion for the things that matter to God. We want them to live for eternity more than now, to have eternally minded children. We want to see children that are good at confessing their sins, children that make a priority out of their spiritual growth, that they know children uh, who know how to read the Bible, who know how to benefit from the Bible, who know how to use what the scripture says and apply it to their life and to the lives of others. We want our children to be part of a good church, to be able to, to identify what a good church is, and to know how to use their gifts in a church. We want to help our children learn to talk in ways that build others up. We want our children to be able to communicate the gospel and to enjoy communicating the gospel with others. We want our children to know how to build relationships, friendships actually, uh, with believers where they're discipling and they're helping other the, the other people become more like Christ and with unbelievers where they can share the gospel. We want our children to know who to listen to and who not to listen to, to be discerning. We want our children to know uh, the kinds of people that will lead them astray and the kinds of people that will take them closer to to God and to want to, to be with people that will take them closer to God. We obviously want our children to be able to identify uh, who would be a, a good spouse and to uh, marry someone who they can join forces with to serve Christ. We want them to know what marriage is and these kinds of things, what a family is for. We want our children to be able to talk in a way that builds other people up. These are some of the characteristics of a successful family. And I know, of course, that there is a wrong way to talk about all of this. And uh, as we think about a successful family, what it looks like, um, we can talk about it as if we were uh, responsible, ultimately, for some of these things. And, you know, at the end of the day, there is a lot on the list that I just gave you that we are uh, not ultimately responsible for. We can't save our children. Uh, we can't give our children a desire for God's word. And yet, I think sometimes because we know that we're not ultimately responsible for that, we almost act like we can't do anything. Uh, and and we wouldn't actually do that with any of the other items on the world's list, would we? I mean, if, if you talk to uh, a a person about helping their 
children uh, fulfill their potential or uh, help their help their children um, make a lot of money that we we wouldn't say well we're not we can't do that for our children so there there you know there's nothing that we can do now of course not we we know that ultimately we can't get our kids into a certain college ourselves i don't think uh unless you know you're some famous person <laughs> manipulates the the rules but we know we, we know we can't do that and yet even though we know we can't do that we also realize there are things that we can do uh, we we can make choices that help them move in that direction and so we might try and as uh families uh, as we think about our families while we can't necessarily do some of these things we can't guarantee if i do a then b will happen in terms of our children and some of the things we desire certainly we need to step back and ask are we even pursuing what god says makes a successful family a few years ago i i read a book on habits and the author of that book, he was a Christian. He had been a missionary uh, for many years, and he uh, came back to the United States, and uh, he went to law school and became a lawyer. And it wasn't long into his being a lawyer that he basically had a, I don't know, some sort of breakdown. And uh, as he was evaluating what happened to him, and he was trying to think about why it happened, because he said he was a Christian, and he was a Christian, and yet it just this breakdown happened and it it didn't seem to make sense to him. And what he realized uh, was that when he looked at his actual lifestyle, the choices he made, the, uh, the the daily patterns of his life, most of his habits, most of his daily patterns were not based on what he actually believed, what, but were instead were based on what the world valued and what the world said was important. And so he went back and he looked at his habits, what he actually did on a daily basis. And uh, he looked at what he believed. And he, he began to sort of build his life from the ground up, in a sense, and ask, okay, if I believe this, if this is what I think God says is important, then what daily habit is going to flow out of that? And and the reason he thought that was so important is because you eventually become what you do. And so if you build your life on, if, if your daily life is based on worldly beliefs, even if you come to church and you say, this is what is most important to me, if you're building your daily life on things that are not most important to you, but actually are most important to the world, then don't be surprised if the outcome looks like the world's. And I'm I'm kind of rambling here, but the point is, the world has this idea of what a successful family looks like that we don't, for most of us, we wouldn't even agree with. We wouldn't say, actually, that the single most important thing for our children to be is happy. We would rather them be holy. We wouldn't say that the single most and holiness is going to include true joy and happiness. But again, as the ultimate thing, happiness isn't what we want most for our kids. The, we want their eternal happiness. We want their 
and we know that it's going to involve a lot of times hard decisions that are painful. We wouldn't say we want our, our children most to have money or to necessarily have these important jobs. But, you know, we have to look at our hab- habits, the way we're actually the choices we're making, the daily choices we're making. And we have to ask, are the daily choices we're making in the way that we are living as a family based on what we actually believe uh, is most important for a family. And so uh, that requires some thinking. If you don't think about it, don't be surprised if your family habits, the way you live your life as a family, looks more like the world because you are being shaped by the world in which you live and the world is telling you over and over that certain things are most important and if you listen to the world and don't think about living in a way that lines up with the gospel that you profess then you shouldn't be surprised if you do what the world does that it has an impact on on your children and apart from just a radical work of god that your children end up looking like like the world and so as a as a married couple it's it's good to step back and say what do we value what do we think a successful family looks like to actually talk about that as a husband and wife and are we on the same page and is the way we're communicating with our children making clear that this is what we value that this is what we think is most important how do we how do we let our kids know this is what matters what lifestyle choices would line up with valuing these things more than valuing uh, some other things that the world says are important what are we willing to sacrifice for What are we willing to pay money for? What are we willing to say no to and have our children say yes to? This is, uh, if you think about what you what really is a successful family, if you really if you really have a biblical idea of what you should want for your children and and you actually want that for your children, this is going to uh, change what makes you saddest and what makes you most concerned and what makes you happiest. Obviously, uh, there's more to having a successful family than having a, a biblical idea of what a successful family looks like. But certainly, if we're going to have a successful family, it, it, it's going to require at least doing some thinking about it. Have you thought about it? And why? Why do you think the way you do about it? Does your definition of a successful family look like the world's or does it look like God's? <laughs>